Psalms 95, verse 7. We're looking in the Amplified. It said, For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, somebody say, Today, if I will hear his voice. God is speaking today, he's already speaking. The question is, are you listening? He's always speaking. He's always creating because when he speaks, creation is in his voice. In the beginning, God created. Every day, everything that you see is because he uttered it out of his mouth. Every tree. Don't you think that he doesn't know what he's doing? He made you. He created you, male, female, in his image. You are not an accident. You are here because he wanted you to be here. So God is speaking to us today. The question is, are we listening to his voice? Isaiah 49, 8, thus saith the Lord. The Lord says, thus saith the Lord, we should listen. Amen. It says, in an acceptable time, I have heard you. And in the day of salvation, I have helped you. And I will preserve you and give you as a covenant to the people to restore the earth, to cause you to inherit the earth. Wow, what a promise. Second Corinthians 6, 2, it says, for he says, once again, if he's speaking, we should be listening. In an acceptable time, I have heard you. And in the day of salvation, I have helped you. Behold, now is the acceptable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Now is the day of salvation. Hebrews 4, 6 through 7. I'm going to read this in the TPT. I was reading this in a devotion, and it jumped out at me. It says, for those who first heard the good news of deliverance. How many of you know there is some good news of deliverance in the house? There is good news of, de of deliverance, but sometimes we fail to enter into that realm of faith that rests because of our unbelief in our believing hearts, yet the fact remains that we still have an opportunity wow. to enter into faith, rest, life, and experience the fulfillment of that promise. Say, that promise is for me. Amen. Verse 7, it says, for God still ordained a day for us to enter into called today. For it was long after that God repeated it in David's words. If only today you would listen to his voice and do not harden your heart. I have a title today. Normally I don't have titles, but I titled this A Day Called Today. Because God has ordained for us to enter into a day. That is called today. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you, God, for the opportunity, one, to be in your presence. You have already come into this place, God, and where you are at, things happen. There's healing in the room. There's deliverance in the room. There's peace in the room. God, there is every answer that we are looking for in the room because it is you. And you are the source, God. 
So we stand in awe in the fear of the Lord, God, and we worship you. We thank you. God, I pray that you would help me today to align myself with your purpose. God, you would speak. It's not about what I have to say. It's more about what you have to say because your words are powerful. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Why don't you just give him a hand clap of praise? A day called today. This is the day. I don't know about you. When I grew up, we used to sing songs, and it wasn't just offering. This is a part of the worship set. This is the day that the Lord has made. How many would remember that? And you would repeat it back and forth. I would say, this is the day that the Lord hath made. This is the day that the Lord hath made. This is the day that the Lord hath made. I will rejoice and be what? Glad in it. For this is the day that the Lord And we would get down to that song. I mean, bobby pins flying through the air. You know the Holy Ghost tornado where you'd hear it winding up. Woo! And someone would take off. Maybe not you. See, I, I grew up down south, and I have to say south because we would get it. But I remember singing that song, and I, and I was singing it this week, that this is the day that the Lord hath made. And, and another song that came to mind is, better is one day in your course. Better is one day in your house. Better is one day in your course than a thousand elsewhere. Better is one day in your course. Better is one day in your house. Better is one day in your court than a thousand elsewhere. Better is one day. Better is one day. Better is one day than a thousand elsewhere. Woo! I get excited thinking about that. And I begin to sing and sing to the Lord, and I don't know if you've ever been, you know, you've been in prayer where the Lord just, you knew the Lord just led you to different songs, and I was thanking the Lord, and, and the youth, my goodness, they did such a great job last Sunday night singing the goodness of God. It's one of my favorite songs, and I begin to think of that. It says, I love you, Lord, for your mercy never fails me. All my days are held in your hand. From the moment I wake up until I lay my head, I will sing of the goodness of God. Because all my life, you have been faithful. All my life, you have been so good. With every breath that's within me, I will sing of the goodness of God. He's put a song in my heart today. Because this is the day that the Lord has made. Day, or the word day is mentioned 2,128 times in the Bible. The word today is mentioned 149 times. And yesterday, I read every scripture that had it. Because I just got in the word and I just was like, wow, wow. But God created the earth in days. He used days as a time frame. 
He created light, darkness, life. Every animal, every drop of water, he created the spoken word in a day. You know, a day consists of light and darkness. Darkness is not always bad. There are secret things that are found in the darkness. There are treasures that are found in the darkness. Things grow in the darkness. If you haven't noticed that, watch your grass. My goodness. The Spirit of the Lord is upon my grass. I'm praying the Lord will give me strength to mow it. I mean, but it's the truth. It grows in the darkness. So a day, you have to have the light, but you have to have the night as well. Because he's a God of the day, but he's also a God of the night. Yes. And God can do amazing things in just one day. He creates in one day. Abraham is searching and and going and obeying the Lord. One day he's without a son, and the next day he has a son. He has the promise. Joseph was in the prison one day, and the next day he's standing before Pharaoh, the mightiest man on the earth. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to prophesy. Somebody, I'm praying that God gives Pharaoh a dream in your life. And that you will stand before a Pharaoh, and God's going to open a door for you this week. This week. Come on. God's going to do it. He's going to turn it around in one day. In one day. One day. One moment. God can create. God can change it. Lazarus was in the grave one day, and then God said, come out. The next day, he's alive. Jesus is in the tomb one day. The next day, he rose. What God can do in one day. I could pass the mic around, and you could all testify. You went to bed one night, and then the next day, you woke up, and God made a way out of no way. You felt like you were hopeless, and there was nothing, but God breathed life into your day and changed your darkness into a day. We celebrate days. We celebrate birthdays, Christmas, Easter, Valentine's, Memorial Day. We celebrate Labor Day. We celebrate 9-11 birthdays I have some children they could care less then I have another one that thinks they should receive a present on everybody's birthday that's it that's the truth so pray for me but it is true some could care less about their birthday and then others we really celebrate it's the whole month every day you know how it is anniversaries we celebrate anniversaries you better remember them. I will say this. My beloved is in the room. One year, she forgot and I remembered. It's the truth. It's the truth. And I'm, I'm holding that right there. You believe it. Just keeping it. Happy anniversary. What are you talking about? 
Sorry, I'm glad it's special to you. I love her, I love her, I love her. We remember days because something could have happened on that day. Each family may have a day of, you bought a house, the first time the Lord gave you a house, or a car, or, or you remember a day, I got a text this week from a friend, and, and they got a raise on a day. And I rejoice because days can be special, and we remember it because Y'all remember, hopefully you remember the day you received the Holy Ghost. I remember the day I received the Holy Ghost. I was seven years old. It was a Wednesday night. I attended a little small church. And I remember I just decided, I'm like, you know what? I'm getting the Holy Ghost tonight. And I remember getting it on a Wednesday night. The Lord really touched my life. I remember different other times throughout my walk with the Lord where you'd have encounters with him and you'd write it down. The Lord spoke to me to this day. God showed up for me this day. I do that in my, and I have a little journal and a notebook and I write it down and I'll go back. Even this week I said, it goes blah, blah, whatever date it is. I write it down and I said, the Lord spoke to me and I'd read it and it reminds me and I remember how good he is and how faithful he's been to me. It's also today is Pentecost Sunday, which we celebrate on the day of Pentecost when the Holy Ghost was poured out. In Acts 1, 4 through 8, it says, And being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of our Father, which he said, You have heard from me. He was telling them, I've spoke about this. He taught them about this in John 15 and John 16, talked about the comforter, that he must go away, that it was good because he was going to send the comforter. Verse 5 says, John truly baptized you with water. That's great, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Therefore, when they had come together, they asked him, saying, Lord, will you at that time or this time restore the kingdom of Israel. He's telling them, I'm going to fill you and pour out my spirit. And they're asking, hey, you're going to restore the kingdom like we think you should. That's basically what they're saying. And he says to them, it's not for you to know the times and seasons which the Father has put in his own authority. But know this, you shall receive power when the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and to the uttermost parts of the earth. In Acts 2, it says when the day, once again, it's a day of Pentecost, was fully come. They were all with one accord, one place, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the house where they were sitting. They were in one place, one accord, and suddenly there came a sound. Then there appeared unto them divided tongues of fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave the utterance. It is a miracle every time someone receives the baptism of the Holy Ghost. The ability to speak in another language. You know, every kingdom has a language. 
and the kingdom of God as we speak in tongues. We're speaking what he has given us. Only he could give it. What a miracle that after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, in one version he says, you shall receive power to do things beyond your natural ability. It will give you access to things. And so many times I believe that we do not tap in to the full potential of what the Holy Ghost can do. John 15 talks about, in 16, he says that the Holy Ghost has the power to tell you the future. It can, in your spirit, have you ever felt that or prayed and the Lord leads and guides you and you listen and you're like, I shouldn't go there today and then you hear about something. The Lord protected you. We should be working that out. We should be testing those things. We should applying that to our life, not just saying, okay, I shall have power, but I want the activation of the power in my daily life, that the Holy Ghost can give you the ability to see into things and to speak truth and gives you wisdom and insight beyond your education, beyond your knowledge, beyond your background, your pedigree. If you feel little, small, doesn't matter. God can make up the difference. And when you receive the Holy Ghost, it is for everybody. It is an awesome thing that when you are filled with the Holy Ghost. So on that day when it was fully coming, today, if you do not have the Holy Ghost, this could be the day. That God fills you. This is the day you could be baptized into his name if you choose. It is a gift for you, free to you. But he paid the ultimate price for us when he died on the cross and gave us access to him. I'm so thankful I do not have to go to somebody and tell them about it. But I can go to straight to God. I have access to the throne. I'm a son. You are a daughter of the Most High. It's a privilege that we've been given. But today, today, God is going to set somebody free. Today is the day of salvation for somebody's life. God, it can make a day into a great day. Exodus 14, 13, it says, And Moses said to the people, Do not be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall see them again no more today. It's a promise for you. It's a promise for me. I'm telling you, I'm prophesying today. The problem that you walked in with, the pain in your body, whatever it is, you can walk out of here healed, set free, delivered of your mind, your body, your spirit. He can change the way you think. Today, today he can make a way. Exodus 32, 29 says, Then Moses said, Consecrate yourself today to the Lord that he may bestow a blessing on you this day. Leviticus 9, verse 5 or 4 says, As the bull and the ram, they made a peace offering to sacrifice to the Lord, a grain offering, and they mixed it with oil. For he says, Today the Lord will appear to you. 
It's a promise to somebody in the house. The Lord is going to appear to you today. He is going to make a way today. He's the God of your yesterday, today, and he's already in your future. He's making a way for you as you sit here right now. He's already working. Somebody, he has dispatched angels to your circumstances. They are going to war for you today. He is touching your body today. He is touching your finances today. He is making a way today. Because God is a God that can make a way today. Deuteronomy 9 and 3, it says, Therefore stand today that the Lord your God is he who goes over before you as a consuming fire. He will destroy them and bring them down before you. So you shall drive them out and destroy them quickly as the Lord has said to you. The reason I'm bringing these scriptures is just to encourage you today. That he is the Lord that is going before you. And he is making a way in the wilderness. He will deliver. He will make a way. In 1 Kings 20, verse 13, through the middle, it says, Thus saith the Lord, have you seen all this great multitude? I'm asking someone today, have you seen all these problems? Have you seen your issues? Have you seen your circumstances? Have you seen your frustrations? Have you seen those things that keep you up at night? That have been the creeping end to give you fear and worry and anxiety. Whatever it is, behold, this is what the Lord says to you today. I will deliver it unto your hands today. And you shall know that I am the Lord. Today he's going to make a way for you. Today he is going to show himself strong to you. He is the God of the miracle, the breakthrough that you have been waiting for. He is your today. He is your hope. He is your strong power. He is the one that you should look to. He can make a way. He is your provision. That job is not your provision. They do not write your checks. God writes your checks. God is the one that places that in there. He can teach you. He is the one that will cause you to prosper. God is a God that is making a way even today. Even today. He has come. Luke 4, 17 through 22. Jesus is here and he said, and they handed him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it is written, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captive, and to recover of sight to the blind. Is there anybody that has a broken heart in the house today? Have you felt poor in your spirit? Have you felt captive by your thoughts or whatever it is? Have you felt blinded and you cannot see? Let me tell you, he has come to set a liberty to those that are, are oppressed to proclaim an acceptable year of the Lord. Then Jesus closed the book and gave it back to the attendants and sat down. And in the eyes of all that were in the synagogue, they were fixed on him. And he began to say to them, 
Jesus says this to them, and he is saying this to you today. Today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. He has come to set somebody free in the house today. Those that are oppressed, he has come today. Your answer has walked into this building today. Today, he has come to deliver. Deliver, it means to bring into hand to the proper recipient or address. Deliver means to provide something promised or expected. Deliver means some common synonyms of deliver are ransom, reclaim, redeem, rescue, and save. While all these words to set free from confinement or danger, to deliver implies release, usually a person, from confinement, temptation, slavery, or suffering. God has made a special trip and has come to deliver it to you today. He's going to hand over to you today what you've been expecting, what you have been promised, where you have felt bound. He has come to the house to deliver you from the confinement of your mind, your spirit. He has come to deliver you from temptation and worry and anxiety, from slavery. When you have been content to be bound in your spirit, the spirit of the Lord is coming to this house to set free and to set liberty. If you've come in here suffering in your mind, in your body, in your spirit, Brother Berger, he's coming to the house today to strengthen every muscle in your body. I don't know what you've carried in here today, but God has come in and he has the answer. Why? Because he is the answer. God is the answer to everything I need. If I got him, I'm okay. Because he's a way maker. He's a miracle waker. He walks on the water. He speaks and blind eyes are open. He speaks and there's creation. He can speak and there's nothing and he can create light. He can form something in you today. In Luke 19 verse 5, and I'm almost It says, and Jesus came to the place, and he looked up and saw him. And he said to Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must stay at your house. You could put your name in there, or we could say it like this. And when Jesus came to the place, and he looked up and he saw him, and he said to him, turn point, make haste and come down. For today, I must come to your house. And Jesus said to him, or Jesus said to turn point, today, salvation has come to the house because you are also a son of Abraham. God, and I'm finished. God has come to the house today. 
just like the man at the pool of Bethesda. He'd been there 38 years. He was looking for something. And someone has been carrying something for some time. And the Lord is asking you a question. Will thou be made whole? Will you be healed today? Will you be delivered today? And the man says, I have nobody. I have nobody to help me. And you may feel like that. I cannot do this. I can't make it. Jesus says, that's all right. I've come. Puts out his hand. Get up. And the Lord has come to this house today for somebody. Even if it's just one, it's for you.